Hi, this is Carl. I'm here with Kevin Bears, who is the lead for the Windows Server and System Group, correct? Yeah, community lead, yeah. Community lead. Community lead. All right. So, so two seconds before we get into the, the meat of it, yeah. what exactly do you do for a living? <laughs> I'm basically the uh, person that drives the community interaction with our product team. So we're trying to drive those conversations where we can actually learn from our customers but also educate. All righty. And so I, I see you on Facebook asking questions. And, and, you know, I think a lot of what you deal with is partners who say, oh, my God, the world is ending, SBS is gone, blah, blah, blah. So what's the state of SBS? It's, it's obviously going away. End of this year, OEM won't be available. People are buying now essentials and yeah. what else? What's the future look like? Yeah, so the future is it's really simple. It's like we, we still have a product development team. So, you know, you can read into what that means. But SPS really never died. I mean, I, I kept saying to the MVPs, it's not dead. So we just changed the SKU. It's just unfortunate that we did a name change and a SKU, uh, com, you know, what, what, what made up the SKU of SPS at the same time. So when we took a, ex, the integrated installation of Exchange out, I mean, people said, hey, what's dead? I mean, obviously, I, I can't debate that that's done. But we're, we're still investing in the SMB space. We still have um, workloads. Obviously, with Server 2012 Essentials, we would not have put in the Office 365 and hosted Exchange and on-premise Exchange wizard if we didn't believe that people still needed to do on-premise deployments. So that is still really the future. Uh, we're still going to support those scenarios. Alrighty. So in the average, let's say, first of next year, right, 2014, uh, yeah, yeah. what am I going to be selling in 2014 to an office with 10 employees? Well, I think in, in, um, if you're going to use cloud-enabled services, we're going we're gonna to say go with the core essentials workload where you're using um, either as a domain controller and then using the wizards to connect to an Office 365. Um, or if you're still in on-prem world, you're buying Server 2012. Uh, uh, and, and if you want to do it in virtualized, which is what we're recommending, you'd buy standard server and then put um, you know the essentials workload in one of the VMs and whatever lob or third party like exchange in the other in the other VM and run it. Um, you know it's it's a little bit different installation, but you know as we were talking earlier, this is just a simple thing. I mean, it's just changing the way that we do our work. So, so I think you and I are agreed on this, but yeah, but. What is the future role for exchange in the small business environment? Oh, what's the future role? Uh, you know, obviously people need mail. So uh, I think the future role is going to be it's going to be a hosted exchange. I mean, I think people are going to go either to a hoster. If they don't want to go Office 365, there's like, I mean, how many hosters do you know of? 6,000. <laughs> so, you know, I think our partners could actually be hosters. I mean, you know, there's been a lot of people that have gone that route or they go through 65. I still think there's room for an on-premise exchange server. I just don't think that that's the mainline scenario for most SMB, especially a 10-user customer. Why would they need it? Right. Well, especially if they're going to buy a separate server for it. Holy smokes. It just doesn't make any sense anymore. When you look at the total cost of um, the, you know, the, the additional service cost that the, the, the partner is going to charge, and I think this is the rub that we're all getting into when I was on Facebook, it really comes down to is like as a managed service provider, you now change, I just change your business model by saying, hey, look, you move it to Office 365, you don't make as much money reselling that. Um, or even if you go to a hoster, you're probably not going to make as much money as you had done if it was on-prem. But that means you, you have other services that you can actually offer. Like, you know, we were just sitting in a storage crafts presentation yesterday. And this show of hands, how many people are doing disaster recovery? There's all these other services that you could be providing as an M for, for your MSP, and you could still actually generate the same kind of revenue. But that, I think, is the rub, is... The move to cloud and pushing people to move Exchange off-prem has changed how do you actually sell your services. 
right? Because you managed a bigger server that had uh, more failure points. Um, you know, but we were talking about this earlier. If you hyper, if you take hypervisor and put it in, and you virtualize Exchange and virtualize the server, um, you know, the domain controller, you now have split up these two workloads, and so all future migrations for that customer are going to be easier. Because now you can divide up what workload you want to migrate. You're not doing this full-on SBS from 2003 to 2008 or 2008 to 2011, right? We, these migrations are complex. And if any one of those fail point things fail, and how, how long is, I think the doc is now 150 pages long for migration. That's insane. I mean, and if one thing, and be, so people are actually taking their whole weekend to do a migration. I, I just don't see that's the future of way of moving our workloads. Right? Unless they bought my book, but that's right. a different story. Well, right. <laughs> Your book, right. You know. So, so the, um, the, the thing is that you also have to know that people are not always using Office 365. Right. So for us, we deploy Exchange through Rackspace, right. and we sell essentials every day. And, and so you don't have to be tied into the Office 365 and all of that in order to make essentials work. So now you've used that. You've used that. Uh, the the wizard to connect to a hoster and the essentials. Have you used that? No, we've not used that. Yeah, but, but obviously you can actually put the data in there, and it says, oh, "Okay, you know, in the admin console, you can actually put in the data where your Exchange server is and your credentials, and it actually will will connect to it." So that that was the investments that we had made in 2012. Um, so. You know, but I think that's yeah, right. That's the other option, right? So I, I know you got to push the Microsoft yeah. stuff, but well, no, you know, no, it, actually, we're, we're fine because if, you, if you're going with a hosted exchange, we're still making money, right? Because right, exactly, you know, they're paying us a swap, right? So, right. So, so you need to really push essentials. In my opinion, you got to figure out like what do people want and how do they get in touch with you? How do you, I know that you want the feedback? So if they're not on Facebook or they're not connected to you on Facebook, how can they get in touch with you and say, well, Kevin, here's what you need to be doing? And, and I know you don't want them to say bring back SBS, but what what can you really do? <laughs> um, well, obviously, if they want to get in touch with me, they, and they want to get in touch with Facebook, they can actually email me directly. I, I've never had a problem with people emailing me direct. Um, I've done tons of user group calls. I always give my email address out. It's kbears, K-B-E-A-R-E-S, at Microsoft.com. Um, you know, send me, send me your suggestions. I don't mind having my inbox flooded by a, you know, a ton of people that actually have suggestions. I th but I think what we want people to do is to wrap their head around the new hybrid IT model, which is, so take the word cloud out of there. It, hybrid IT is where... What's you know, move the services or, or workloads that you think actually make sense, you know, for the customer into the cloud or into a hosted provider, um, and keep what you think is necessary on prem. And but that's in that new world, what we need to hear from people is how do we make you know, like how does Microsoft make it easier for you to enable these types of scenarios? And what are the scenarios that you need or the main lines? We talked earlier about how do we make these. Um, some of these third-party service providers, like Kaseya or Level Platforms or whatever, actually work, you know, in a more tight, tightly, you know, tightly bound way. Um, that's the kind of stuff that I think we we could benefit from, and so then that's where we'll know where to put our investments to make your life easier as a as a partner in deploying, you know, our products. Well, it seems like the uh, this decade is all about open APIs, right? Everything that we buy and sell in at the MSP level connects to everything else, and and now it's just going to be one more version of that. The interesting thing is that the next step is obviously moving stuff, moving more stuff to the cloud, and right. it's literally going to be a matter of you just switch the API instead of going here, you go there, and right. and that's just the way the future is. Right, I, I completely agree. I mean, you know, that's what we we, we went to the, um, the funny thing when we merged SBS and Essentials, it was basically the home server product, um, and the, the home server had an add-in SDK, you know, and you could actually extend the the admin console with additional third-party or other apps, and um, SBS for the longest time never had that capability. So what we built into um, this latest version was the ability to actually um, 
build add-ins or uh, different components. You could actually you could have a, a connecting wizard that would connect your um, SBS box to a hosted Exchange server that you're you know you're the hoster of choice. And I've, I've already we already saw prototypes through. I think Vlad had one that that actually allowed you to connect to his 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 hosted Exchange Exchange Defender. Um, and so that's there. So. You know, that, I, so you know, if people think we should continue to invest in that and talking to our partners about building um, tighter connections. Then we should do that. So very cool. Well, thank you for your time. And is there uh, one last message you want to give to the the former SBS crowd out there that's now SMB? <laughs> well, June thirtieth is not uh, that far away, so we have to start thinking about how do we, and that's what we're going to present about tomorrow is. What do you have to do to change your your business model to continue to keep making money and and um, servicing our small business customers out there today? You know, in, in the future world with no SBS 2011 around. So very good. Thanks. Thank you. Enjoy the show. Thanks. You too.